Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! All right, welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? Glad to have the whole band back together this week. And we got, I mean, all things to celebrate. Patriots with their best win so far this season. Ryan, what were your takeaways immediately? <clears throat> uh, defensive win for me and a good one against a very good team. Um, you got in Herbert's face. You caused some disruption there. Um, he didn't have this, this really both... Both of these times we've played him in the last two years have been the worst games of his career. And if you listen to the podcast, you know how highly I think we all think of, of this kid. And to to go out there and, and have a performance like that, really cohesive defensive performance, um, it, it bodes great for us. We're a 500 team now, and we got some game, winnable games coming up. And we have a real chance, I think, to, to get to nine or, or ten wins. Um, offensively, not great. But really good offensive line play for the most part. We ran the ball pretty well. Mac Jones shaky at times. Um, special teams were excellent. Again, folks automatic. Uh, but really just a good win to build on on the road. Yeah, we agree with that. Um, you know, going to the West Coast is always a dual task over there. Um, but we brought it to the Chargers. I think the score wasn't really indicative of flow of the game. I like Ryan. And the Patriots took it to him. Herbert, you know, last time we played him was 45 nothing like that. This year, you know, Herbert's one of the best quarterbacks, and I think that is not really disputed. It's really not even an argument. It's more of, like, where he ranks in the top five, maybe sneaks out of the top five and the top ten. We rattled him. Uh, we, we had a game plan. We went in. We executed on deep offensively. You know, uh, we were shaky at times. Um, I thought we did a great job running the ball. They're one of the worst-run teams defensively in the league. I think we could have probably ran it a little bit more, especially the red zone woes and stuff like that. I mean, it seemed like we got into the red zone and drive. There were a couple of punts, but I feel like we should have punched in a little more with that. Mac was shaky, almost exact, the exact same numbers as Justin Herbert, minus two touchdowns and minus two touchdowns. That was anything, but Mac was... You know, he's a rookie. He's going to make mistakes. If this is one of his bad games, I'll take it because when fourth quarter comes, we were up by seven. We needed a drive. We had the ball. Let's make let's make some plays. Let's get down the field and do something with it. Um, you know, he did. He went down. He made the plays he needed to make. He made the throws. He made it. He, you know, that needed to happen. We score three and time was, you know, time was against the Chargers at that point, And we kind of put the game away. Sean, Sean, you were there at the game on site. What was that like? Unreal. I mean, loaded with Patriots fans. Loaded. It seemed like it. Um, I mean, all the parking lots were just filled with them. You see them streaming into the game. It's just like, just a sea of, I mean, the the colors overlap somewhat with Chargers fans. But I was actually surprised. There was a good amount of Chargers fans, too. I thought they were an endangered species. I didn't think they actually existed. Uh, but, But they were there. They were out in droves as well but man that stadium unbelievable what a spectacle that place is it looks huge on tv oh my god oh it's massive but even inside you know it it gets so vertical so quick that you don't feel that far from the field i mean i was in the second to top section way up there nice uh but great views um like big spacious walkways it wasn't like you were walking on top of people which you can get sometimes especially at older stadiums and uh yeah, I mean, it's super convenient. It's like two miles from LAX. 
It's like right down the street from the airport. Uh, it's, in, it's in Inglewood, right? It's in Inglewood, yeah. So the only thing I know about Inglewood is from like Tupac's Inglewood, always up to no good. Uh, <laughs> is it is it like uh, the ghetto there? Or what is it like? Uh, no, it was just kind of like strip malls and parking lots. I think okay. everything is just right. revolves around the stadium and every, every all the events that they're going to host there. Uh, but yeah, Inglewood, the, the only Inglewood it up. I had was just Paul Pierce. It was like, oh, Paul Pierce is from Inglewood. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. what I knew. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It sounded, like, it sounded like there was a lot of Patriots fans. There were. There were. It was definitely, um, I mean, maybe 50-50, maybe even a little bit more Patriots fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm probably biased on that. But yeah, great stadium. I, I was just saying to you guys before the podcast, I still got New Orleans. New Orleans Dome, the Superdome down there. It's just like, it's uniquely New Orleans, all the food and drinks that they have there. And it's right downtown. Everybody walks there from downtown. Right which is, downtown. Which is super fun. Um, but this, I think this is number two. I think it's honestly number two. I, I'm still got, I got something for Notre Dame, just like the history in that stadium. But yeah. That's a cool place. This place is awesome. So, like, just jumping back into the game, my takeaway was situationally at the very end of the game when we had we're up seven. I mean, we get that great pick six from Adrian Phillips who played outstanding. Yeah. Um, then afterwards, we force a punt, and then it's like, okay, there's nine minutes to go. Are we actually going to seal somebody out in the fourth quarter? And sure enough, we put together it was like a seven-minute drive, fourteen plays, ends up with a field goal. That's fine. It gets us to a two-score game. That's all we needed. Yeah, it's all we needed. And then you put them in that situation, two minutes to go. They need two scores, and that's our next one possible situation unless you got Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. So that that stuck out to me because we hadn't been doing that so far this year, and this is against a good team. It's our best win so far this year, and it really sets them up for the second half. Absolutely. I mean, it puts us now at 4-4. Four and four. Um, And going forward, a lot of these games that looked really challenging – two or three weeks ago at the beginning of the season are now looking less daunting. Um, you know, I think it was their, like you said, their first team win. you start seeing some of these guys open up, you start seeing, I mean, uh, San Diego's got a deep, it's not San Diego, the Chargers, their defense is bad against the run, but against the pass, they're not bad. It's not like they're a bad team at all. And you started seeing guys like Aguilar make some big plays down the field. You started, you know, Hunter Henry had the one big one over the middle that went down the field for long. So we're starting to see, you know, bigger plays take place, which is great. Um, Nikhil Harry even got in there for a couple big receptions. It's like, hey, man, you can make a couple of those a game. That's that's huge. That's that's exactly, you know, exactly yeah. what we're looking for. Two receptions for 15 yards. Double that or triple that in a game, and you got yourself a star. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, we'll take, we'll take, take it, right? Anything. Yeah, we'll take anything we can from him. I mean, at this point, it looks like he's going to be on the roster. It doesn't seem like he's getting released. So he's going to be here, at least for the rest of the year. We need him to start making plays. Um, I thought Bourne was a little disappointing on the day. That fumble. Uh, that was brutal. That was not a good one. Um, and he seems like he's having a lot of fun out there. But you got to stop having fun when you're fun. You can't. You got to hold on to the ball. Defensively, I think, is where we really popped. I was looking at yeah. PFF, and I showed you guys this. Judon had eight hurries on the day. Um, Christian Barmore was drawing double teams and beating double teams. He was beating double teams. Uh, multiple disruptive plays, um, two hurries, two stops. On the season, he's got 17 quarterback disruptions. He had a sack late in the fourth uh, while being double teamed by the right tackle and the right guard. Big play. And then uh, the play that uh, drew the 
challenged by Bill Belichick. He was being held by Filer, and Belichick, of course, threw the flag or the challenge flag because he thought it was in the end zone. It was the wrong guy, and Belichick admitted to making a uh, mistake. Um, Adrian Phillips, defensive player of the week, with two picks, um, yeah. one for a pick six. I thought I thought McCourty probably had his best game of the season, which is nice because he has not looked good this season. And I thought Miles Bryant more than respectable. Um, I thought Joan was pretty good too. Joan was decent. And the one thing that I think is a real boon for the future here is PFF gives Josh Ute a 77.6 in coverage. Um, so, wow. that's, you know, I've been harping on this for a while. If you can get guys that can play three downs, uh, if you, if you, because I do feel like we have a lot of specialists, right? We have guys, oh, this guy's for stopping the run, this guy's for coverage. It's nice to have linebackers and, and edge guys and um, safeties that can play all three snaps of a possession, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we needed, with all the injuries on the back end, it's great to see that that level of play out of our defensive backs. I agree. Miles Bryant, I mean, he doesn't look out of place. You would expect him to, a guy that no. came off the practice squad not too long ago. Looks like he belongs. Yeah, yeah, right. So going into this game, I said it was going to be 30-24 to 24 Patriots because Nick Folk was going to be the difference. Now, I thought he was going to have three field goals. Turns out he has four in this game. Uh, just, out, just outstanding. Nails. Just outstanding. Automatic. He's automatic. He's Inside nails. 50. And also, speaking of special teams, I thought Gunner gave us some real good field position. And he yeah, did it man. multiple times. He um, He's good at that role, you know, and I'd like to see him maybe a little more in the passing game, but because we yeah, have maybe. so many guys that we carry on special teams, I'd like to see him carve out a role for himself as yeah. far as offensively. I think that's coming. I mean, maybe not this year, but we'll see. You know, we've got those four receivers that are ahead of him right now. Um, but, you know, I think what I'm really noticing that's really good is the defense has continued to improve. The offense is improving and finding their way. And as we've seen, good football teams get better through the season. The best teams don't necessarily start hot generally the, the hot starting teams fade by now for the next till the next few weeks we're kind of it seems like catching our stride now we just blew out the jets and the jets win looks a lot better because they beat the Bengals, who was one of the best records in the league uh we just beat sandy or <laughs> anyway the chargers at home i'm gonna call them san diego for the rest of my just life call them san diego. go ahead san, the, the chargers we just beat the chargers at home in you know uh, a very big win for us with playoff implications down the line and all kinds of things. And, you know, we're still in it in our division. You see guys, like you mentioned, Bar- Barmore. I mean, this guy has continued, you know, I don't, it's weird. I don't see him early in the game, like first quarter, but then he plays like the rest of the game, which is odd, but he's building. He's like you said, beating double teams, number 74, their right tackle was dying all game. He didn't know what was going on <laughs> trying to block this dude. They're starting to realize, hey, maybe Wise isn't the, the hand-in-the-dirt player that we thought. Let's put some bigger guys up there to stop the running run. They're starting to sure that up a little bit. They gave up that big run, but overall, nothing killer. Um, and, you know, they're building towards something. They're getting Henry involved. Smith, they're trying to get involved. They're figuring out his niche. They're, you know, we're, we're working towards a better schedule instead of, you know, the other way around where it's, oh, God, what do we have? Do we have anything? Can we make anything work? It's like, no, they're 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 taking their time. They're going through their reps and they're getting there, which is right. awesome. It's, it's a it's definitely a positive step. And I think it's possibly our best road win in two years. Uh, Probably. Yeah, I think that 
Balaga, Brian Balaga being out for on, on IR for uh, we'll just call him San Diego. Uh, was <laughs> yeah. it was a was yeah. a nice little boon for us. Uh, their right side of their line is not good. Their left side looks pretty strong though. Rashawn Slater is a good player. Uh, conversely, our old line play has filled a huge hole by moving on one into the right tackle, which we've been saying. I feel like we like were we, how didn't the team know that? Yeah, we should take credit for that. That was our idea. I, I think so. Um, they put a hair on for like one play. And he, he got, got torched, blown up. <laughs> it was just like, all right, let's let's uh, let's move away from that. I thought Shaq Mason had his best game of the season. He looked awesome. Um, Andrews, okay, um, and Karras is respectable at left guard. I'll, that's he's an NFL player. Let's just say that. And um, when was quiet, and that's what you want to hear about from your offensive line. You don't want to, you know, if I'm talking about an offensive lineman, usually it's I'm I'm killing him. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh I mean we we sat on here last week, JJ and I, we talked about hey, if this team drops this game, they're at three and five. Like that's a really right. bad spot to be in. And now you get that win, it, it feels totally different to be at five hundred. And now you look back at the last five games on the schedule. I mean, we had the bad loss to the Saints, but then after that, our last five games play a real tight game against Super Bowl defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. We beat the Texans in uh in iffy game, but then we played Dallas a really good team into overtime, beat the crap out of the Jets, and then have a big road win against L.A. And now you look at the schedule coming up, and a couple of these games aren't looking so intimidating anymore. You got no. two Carolina hosting the Browns and then at Atlanta, and I don't know what the hell Atlanta's doing. Yeah. We'll talk more yeah. about those teams. but Atlanta, well, yeah, I mean, we'll probably talk a lot about them in a couple of weeks. We have them on a Thursday night. They just lost Calvin Ridley for um... – Mental, mental health. health mental health reasons which hey i respect it yeah that's the thing falcons aren't going anywhere anyway that's a that's a legitimately bad team i'm looking across the schedule carolina right um uh, atlanta miami who else uh, there should be a couple more wins on there and i, I don't have the schedule right in front of me Colts. the Colts is a winnable game i think there's, the jaguars jaguars okay so that's five games right there you should win i i would say you should definitely win um that brings you to nine wins. Um, right, and then you just got to steal one. I mean, it, when you look at the standings in the AFC, there's a big group of teams right at that, like four and four, four and three, five and three range right in the middle. But yep. one of the things that sticks out is those are really grouped mostly in the AFC North and the AFC West, where all four teams are right around 500. They're just going to beat up on each other all year as all those division games get racked up. And what you're going to wind up having is one team that's maybe at 10 or 11 wins, but then everybody else is going to be at like 7, 8, 9. Kind of what it's seeming like. I mean, when you look at the schedule, the only really glaring um, issues is the Bills twice. Yeah. And, I mean, if you lose both, that's not great. If you can split them, that's honestly amazing at this point. Like you said, Browns aren't what they were. Titans just lost their best player. The Panthers benched their quarterback, and Darnold's having all kinds of issues, and they don't even know what the hell they're going to do. I think he's in concussion protocol. Concussion protocol. The Colts are not very good. They are an okay football team. Wentz is not great. We know what the Jaguars are. We know what the Dolphins are. We know what the Falcons are. I mean, it's like, you know, this is rounding out to be the easy schedule we hoped for that we could use, and... Things are lining up in a way where it's very um, beneficial to the Patriots. Yeah. We got a couple teams that we can beat up on, one or two big games, then a bye, and then the final stretch. And it's like, okay, 
Exactly. And and that's what you felt like with this team was they should get better throughout the year. They had the depth to be able to weather some injuries. And then yep. they had key players at, at, at key positions who are young players, you know, Mac Jones, Barmore, some of these guys that came in as free agents who were going to get more right. and more comfortable with the system and were going to be better in December than they were in September. And because they have the depth to be able to handle a setback or two health wise, they were going to be in good shape at the end of the season regardless. And it looks like the, the schedule is lining up nicely for them. Let's, uh, let's jump in and talk about a couple of the notable games last week. Green Bay goes to Arizona, dethrones the undefeated Cardinals. Fun game to watch. Aaron Rodgers is just a really entertaining guy to watch. Uh, Kyler Murray winds up gimping at the end of the game. Yeah. So uh, things might be a little shaky in Arizona now, but Green Bay takes in over Green that top Bay. spot in NFC. Yeah, now Aaron Rodgers test positive for covid he evidently, I saw one headline that said he was unvaccinated. I don't know. And he's, usually he apparently lied that. about it. He lied about it. He, he said he was immunized, immunized uh, Meaning to he had a it. media member earlier in the season. And now he petitioned the NFL to let him play for holistic reasons. He's been seeing some kind of doctor personally. And he says, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm safe because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on these herbal remedies or whatever. NFL immediately comes back says, "Go fuck yourself. You're not you're not vaccinated. You know you what need I mean? To wear a mask. Yeah, take a walk, kid. And um, <clears throat> now they got to start Jordan Love. They just picked up Blake Bortles. They're a bit of a mess. I, God, how funny would it be if Jordan Love goes in there and kills it? Uh, and they pick up a guy like that. Uh, great for Green Bay to stop dealing having to deal with all of Rogers' outbursts. I mean. I wouldn't be surprised if they get some kind of levy for letting him walk around and do press conferences without a mask. Because if they don't do anything, all these other teams are going to be bullshit. It's interesting, too, because they're playing the Chiefs next week. I think the Packers are really interesting right now. They, they don't have Brett Favre. No, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers this week. Pulling me over um, there. Bart Starr. I know, huh? Uh, and they cut Jalen Smith two weeks after we were clamoring for the Patriots to get him. Um, which... Jesus, I mean, is he bad? I, I, two, 2019, he was uh, he was a Pro Bowler. So what's going on here with this kid? Oh, um, I missed it. What'd you say? Jalen Smith got released by. The oh Packers. yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's crazy. Talented kid. Notre. I mean, I watched a lot of Notre Dame football. I don't see how he could be a free agent at this point in his career, but we'll see. Yeah. So Green Bay, they they got the uncertainty at quarterback position facing the Chiefs this week. Chiefs got a a, a win on Monday night against the Giants uh, at Arrowhead. Again, not a very impressive performance by them. Barely won. Yeah. Barely won. Imagine buying that ticket at a premium before the season starts, thinking you're going to go see the Chiefs, and, and then you're, they're going to play against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. What a great game. Chiefs have been dog shit, right? Dog and, and shit. Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. They could have um, lost that game. Daniel Jones had the ball at the end with over a minute left, I think a timeout, and he lost about 25 yards. Typically, you can be pretty comfortable with Daniel Jones against you in the two-minute drill. I mean, it's just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, run the ball. He's not bad at running. He had plenty of, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> uh, let's run through a couple of these other ones. Buffalo beats up on Miami. Uh, Pittsburgh takes down. That was a close game for most of it, though. For most of it, yeah. They pulled away it was like at the end. like 3-3 to three till half or something, or third quarter. It's one of those divisional games where it's just like, that I don't know. Maybe earlier in the season, Buffalo didn't look that good, but they were beating Miami like twenty-eight nothing at one point. So I I don't know what to believe between those two teams. All right. Uh, Tennessee. 
beats the Colts in overtime you mentioned before. Pretty devastating injury uh, for really the f- football world. I mean, Derrick Henry is just he's such a human highlight. That it's yeah, he's so good. Really sucks. He's arguably the most dominant player in football right now. Yeah. So for him to go down with, I think it's an ankle. Um, foot. A foot injury. Foot. Okay, so Jeremy McNichols, I believe, is his backup. He'll step in. They just signed Jones. Peterson. Adrian? Yeah. Holy fuck. How old is he? I don't know. When I read that headline, I was like, Ricky Williams? Like, Adrian Peter? I'm like, what What generation is this guy from? He won't stop. No, he's still going. He's he's back. So we'll see. I don't know if he's got anything left. Probably not. But Well, Julio's banged up. Um, so, I mean, but as you look at it, all those injuries aside, they have the number one seed in the AFC right now. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, you say what you want, but they're winning football games. Yeah. And I know that that division's not the greatest. Exactly. So. They still get to keep playing that division. So they're they're going to be in good shape. That's a playoff team. Yeah. Deshaun Watson doesn't move. Doesn't move. Doesn't move. Crazy. Yeah. And then the Jets. What a game. We put 50 on the Jets last week and they turn around and, and beat the team who was in the lead in the AFC North. Uh, Mike Crazy. White, backup quarterback, throws for four bills. <laughs> Love it. Then gets hurt. Then gets hurt later in the game, I believe. Um, that's a how do you lose that game if you're the Bengals? And and they did a pretty good job on Jamar Chase. They have some young kids there in, in the secondary that are like undrafted kids that are playing pretty well. Gidry, a um, couple others, just kind of no-name guys. And kudos to them, you know. I, I'd be surprised if they threw Zach Wilson right back into the fire when it, when he got they back. Shouldn't. They shouldn't. They signed Flacco as well. Yeah, you got to go with the hot hand. Uh, I love it, the fact that if Mike White ends up being okay – and wins a couple games here, and they have a decision to make at quarterback because it's like, what do you do? What the fuck do you do? Yeah, and that and, further messes with Zach Wilson's confidence, which is already oh, shaking. Oh, absolutely destroys his confidence. I oh, love it. Keep going, kid. We're already done with you for the year. Mike White, go off. Yeah, exactly. Keep ruining your draft stock for next year. Yeah, just keep get into the MVP race for all I care. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Did you guys watch any of the uh, the Brown Steelers? I, I was watching that game. I didn't early. get to see much of it. No, I think it ended fifteen ten, and weird score. Steelers inexplicably try a fake field goal, and then their their field goal kicker gets injured. Boswell, I think he's in concussion <laughs> protocol. Jesus, Christ. what do you get and laid out? The rest of the game, they have all these field goal opportunities, and they they can't kick it. And and even on kickoffs, they put um, their punter in there. He's like six three two sixty. Their can't punter kick. kicks it out of bounds on on kickoffs. I mean, what happened to Boswell? What did he get laid out? Got laid out, dude. Laid oh out. Oh my god. Uh, Miles Garrett super disruptive. <laughs> Miles uh, Garrett uh, killed him. That is hilarious. I don't know if it was Miles Garrett, but it was someone just absolutely destroyed the kid. And um, they ended up winning that game fifteen to ten by the skin of their teeth. They really should have lost that game. Um, I don't know what's going on in Cleveland, but they seem to be imploding a little bit. Uh, I know Nick Chubb is banged up. They've been running the Ernest Johnson. Uh, so Kareem Hunt must be banged up too. Odell Beckham Jr. is bitching again. And I think we might see him released in the next couple of days. Yeah, go kick him net. Yeah. Odell, who needs you? Yeah. He could end up here. I think he's second odds on favorite to end up here. Jeez. Oh, boy. <laughs> he's after a nightmare. The, after the Packers. Uh, a surprising game. Buccaneers lose to New Orleans. Uh, Tom Brady uh, continues to have difficulty with with the Saints defense, 
and, yep. and what what they're putting out there. New Orleans sitting there at five and two. I had no idea. I, I would have guessed three and four. Yeah. No, I mean they're you know I know people are saying oh you lost the, that the Patriots lost New Orleans. They're stringing together wins. They're stringing, they lost their starting quarterback. Trevor Simeon comes in, plays in. I mean, I don't know. I mean, is he an upgrade or a downgrade over uh, Jameis? I have no idea. I, they're at that point, neither of them are that great. But Tom Brady had the ball two minutes left. It was, you know, I remember sitting there going, "Oh, they're making it too easy for Brady." And then he threw a pick. Not great. You know, they've they've definitely figured something out on Brady. Um, Tampa, no, I mean New Orleans is no schlub team. I gotta say, they if they want to, they want to show up. Their defense has the, you know, the stuff to do it to beat you. Yeah. Just surprised. Yeah, I mean. It's there. We saw their defense, too. And, I mean, they look pretty fucking good against us. Um, they're a swarming defense, Demario Davis. They got a, a, a legit lockdown corner in um, Lattimore. So, I mean, it's it's not – that division's tough, man. It's not a division to sneeze at. I, I don't know what Carolina's outlook is now with Donald being out and uh, they lost J.C. Horn. McCaffrey's just coming back. They're a banged-up team – we could talk more about Carolina because that's our next team, but uh, on the schedule. Uh, okay. One one more thing to call out that Saints game. Their leading receiver, the Saints leading receiver in this game, Kevin White. Kevin White. Oh, the, the old the old uh, Chicago Bear, yeah. West Virginia product. Really? Top 10 pick like six years ago has probably played a total of two games in his NFL career. <laughs> that's incredible, man, for him to still be in the league after some really disappointing years. I liked him coming out. Um, but you know, you go to the Bears in a passing attack, and you're doomed, pretty much. I mean, look at Allen Robinson right now. You can't can't do a fucking thing. <laughs> Did yeah. You watch any of that Bears game? The Bears uh, Niners? No, uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't the prettiest, but Justin pretty Fields game. made like a a play where he scrambled to the right and then just juked everyone on the entire 49ers team, which is probably the best defense, arguably. Um, Ran up the left sideline for like 20-something yards, scored a touchdown. It had to be the play of the season so far. Wow. Yeah. You know what game I did see a little bit of was the sad Dallas-Minnesota game. And by God, Sean, <laughs> I know you're rooting for Minnesota, but holy shit, are they bad. Not fun to watch. Not fun to watch. Dalvin Cook's on my fantasy team. I guess they don't realize that he's their best player and they need to get him the damn ball. And just give it to him, throw it to him, do whatever to get him the ball. Not even just because he's my fantasy on my fantasy team, but he's their best player. And that they couldn't beat a friggin' backup quarterback, never played before at home. Not a good look. They had the ball in their hands in the fourth quarter plenty of times to win it. Kirk Cousins, send a couple extra rushers. He's toast, as usual. Same formula. Every time. Yep. That's the formula. Every time. Can't oh, pressure. Hey. It's, and it's not even like you have to drop a big defense behind him. No, you just send a couple guys, and he doesn't know what to do. Freaks out. He doesn't want to get hit. Guy doesn't like getting hit. No, he gets unsettled pretty quickly. That's why they need to max protect for him, and they don't do it. You don't got two it. great receivers. Put them out there. Let them get open and put eight guys in to block. That's the yeah. move. Yeah. But they refuse to. Uh, okay, let's jump back to Carolina played Atlanta. So Carolina got the victory here in a game where Matt Ryan, not very good at all. Couple interceptions, bunch of sacks. Uh, this Carolina pass rush really got on top of them. And then you mentioned Calvin Ridley's not playing for them right now. And you know, just in general, Atlanta's not very good. No, no. I mean that's that's no surprise there. But Carolina's defense is legit. That's a top ten defense, one hundred percent. Shaq Thompson, 
Don Terry Poe, some of the inside guys they have. Who's the kid yeah. they just got from Auburn a couple of years ago? Brown. Eric Brown. He's a he's a good player. He's a phenomenal player. Um, they got some guys in the secondary that'll come up and hit you. J.C. Yeah, Horn, Gilmore now. Gilmore made a huge play, basically won him the game. Um, motivated, motivated, especially against us. I know he has some comments in the media. Says he was. Uh, is there any extra motivation? And he's basically like, hell yeah, there's extra motivation. Um, I, I think he's very unhappy with the way the Patriots handled his, not so much his, definitely his contract, but I think his injury. I think uh, he said injury. I think it's all wrapped up in a one fucking thing that he just. Yeah, didn't. he's got some animosity there, but he had nothing but good things to say about Belichick as a coach. But he specifically left out Bill Belichick as a GM, which we all know he basically is. Um, yeah. Tuba Hubbard is probably going to uh, lose some snaps. Um, to McCaffrey coming back. I feel like they'll probably still kind of baby McCaffrey a little bit. Is McCaffrey slated to come back? Yes. Uh, yes, he's scheduled for this week. Um, they have some good They have some good talent on offense there. DJ Moore is a problem for anyone who plays against him. They target him all the time, um, and he's a game-breaker. I mean, he could he could catch 10, yard, 10 catches for 150 yards in any given week playing anyone. So... It's a talented team. I just wonder if who's who's the quarterback going to be because Donald's getting he's got a shoulder problem and he's in concussion, concussion protocol. PJ Walker is their backup. That's not good. I don't know who that is. Not good for them. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah, well, good for us. Yeah. Yeah, they they do have some some pretty good talent by all <clears throat> accounts. They're pretty well coached. Offensive line not a real strong point for them. I think they could really use some more resources there. Cameron Irving at left tackle. I've never been a fan of his. Uh, right tackle okay. Taylor Moten. They got Michael Jordan at left guard. <laughs> Haven't Look seen that. Him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, defensively, they, they could really lay it on you. They're the number two ranked defense and total defense, number five in points allowed. A lot of that comes from what they do against the passing game, really shut it down. And they've had some injuries, too, and they've been able to overcome that in the, on the back end and really hold people to limited outputs in the passing game. You mentioned Shaq Mason, Derek Brown, Brian Burns, Yatur Gross Matos on the front line. And then... Yeah, I didn't miss- yeah, I mean, Jeremy Chin is a three-level player at safety. So they, Yeah, he's really that. good. Yeah, Jeremy Chin is, is a very good player. Uh, you mentioned, uh, or I mentioned J.C. Horn, who's, who they ended up putting on IR. That's a big loss for them. C.J. Henderson's been limited in practice. Uh, kid from Florida, corner, very good corner. got A.J. Boye, who was good. I don't know what he's been doing. I think he's on the downside of his career. Um, but you mentioned Brian Burns as well. Brian Burns is a legit pro bowler. Um, so this defense is no slouch and I don't oh. think, I don't think passing on them is how you beat them. I think they're a pretty good pass defense, if I'm not oh. mistaken. I think yeah. they're the second ranked pass defense and the 13th ranked rush defense. So it's not yeah, going to be a cakewalk, you know? Yeah. If running against them seems to be doable though. They're averaging four point, letting up 4.4 yards per carry. So that's something to keep in mind there. I mean, I, I, you know, all, all things point to that this is going to be more of a defensive game, um, and it's going to come down to a few plays of a lot of field position stuff. Who gets the best field position? Who can make work with that? And you know, depending on what degree McCaffrey comes back, I you know, I, I agree with you, Ryan. If I were a logical person, I'd ease McCaffrey back. But it seems like this team doesn't know what that means with him, and right. they're just trying to give him the damn ball on every freaking play all the time, and they don't care when he gets hurt. I don't. I don't think they have to. Sorry to interrupt you. I don't think no, they no. have to. Hubbard's been more than respectable as a backup. And they have a yeah. 
back there that I can't I can't think of his name, but I don't think that's a huge thing for them to, to rush him back. And if any team has ever overutilized a player, it's Carolina with McCaffrey. They well, that's absolutely what I mean. Absolutely are obsessed with. Him. That's what I'm getting at. And so we'll see. I mean, you know what he can do there, but it all comes down to their quarterback. I mean, if they're dealing with if we're dealing with a semi-injured Sam Darnold, who we have gotten to plenty of times before, and Bill, it seems like Bill, when he's got a plan on you takes you a lot to get out of that so that's good and there's you know like we said pj walker's the backup so who knows but i can see it being a very defensive battle and low scoring game but i like our chances i you know as we were saying in the last segment about you know turning it on turning it off where you are in the end of the season type of thing during the beginning of the season this is a team who started extremely hot and started beating teams that nobody was expecting and they came out of the gate firing they had three wins in a row. Then since then, they've had four losses in a row. And then they beat Atlanta in a tight one. So basically, they beat the Jets. They beat New Orleans and Houston. Three games that we were basically playing. We lost to uh, New Orleans, obviously. They lost to Dallas. They lost to Philly. They lost to Minnesota in overtime. They lost. Then they got their asses beat by the Giants. Now, I don't know what was happening in that game, but they got their asses kicked in that game. They beat Atlanta in a close one. Um so also should point out that Saints game where Carolina beat the Saints. Saints like whole coaching staff was out with COVID. Right, that's Ex- right. Extremely, uh, yeah, hindered by that. So I forgot about that. I mean, basically that's a team that's trending downward, and um, now they're playing us, who is trending upward. We've got the momentum, and they're trying to find it, which is a good. You know, I like being in that position. It's also in Foxborough. I know we've had a tough time. Um, at home this year, but I think you know we can keep building on it. This game's in Carolina. In Carolina. Oh, okay. Yep. Sorry about that. Yeah. We are. We've been we great on the away. road. There you go. <laughs> we are away until um, the Browns come into town. I think in two weeks, and then we play on a Thursday night the following week. Right. Uh, a little X factor in this game. Their tight end from I think he's from Notre Dame. I, I really like this kid coming out. Tommy Tremble is turning into a player. Um, someone to keep your eyes on. They have some some young talent there. Terrence Marshall out of LSU, um, Amir Abdullah, nice little pass catching back out of the backfield. Um, they have some players, and it's not. I don't. I just don't know if if Darnold can't go. I don't see how they're going to score very much on us. Uh, I think this this has all the makings of a very low scoring game. Yeah, hundred percent. Also, they got Robbie Anderson across from DJ Moore, guy we're familiar with from his time with the Jets. I'm not that scared about facing Darnold if he's out there with a, a slight shoulder injury, if he's not able to go back of quarterback. P.J. Walker, second-year player from Temple. He probably overlapped with Matt Rule at Temple, I would expect, and really why he landed on this roster. Uh, yeah, I got to go with, I'm going 19-13. That's weird, but that's, Dude, that's where I'm at. I love that score. I love that nice. score. Uh, just to do a little bit different than you, I'll go 20-9 uh, to Patriots. Yeah, well, Patriots for I was thinking 21-10. I like the way the Patriots have been moving the ball. Um, you know, even in this past game, you know, for the past several weeks, I don't think the Patriots haven't had any trouble moving the ball, which is good. It's more of scoring. So hopefully this week we, we do a little better with that. So I'm going 21 I would say stay away from um, stay away from Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, don't throw there's, at Gilmore for the love no of point. God. We don't have a number one wide receiver we need to force the ball to. Wherever Stephon Gilmore is, you know, show Go him the other way. I don't, I don't want to have a three interception game against with Stephon Gilmore. 
You know, we don't owe him that. Back to, uh, if I may, if I may just backtrack real quick. There was a play in the Chargers game at the end of the first quarter where they blew the, the play dead. And Wait this, for you to bring this up. This pissed me off to no end, okay? Jerry Tillery, they blow the, they blow the fucking play dead right as the ball is snapped. And there's like a four count. And Tillery lays out Mac Jones. The offensive line goes over to fight him. And we end up losing a timeout because of this. And I was, I'm looking through the through the um, through the wire there. Still no no fine on Jerry Tillery. How does that happen in yeah, today's NFL? You get a free shot at a quarterback where 21 of the 22 players on the field know that the play is dead, and this kid gets a free shot in your quarterback. I just don't understand that. Mac looked a little rattled after that. He looked a little unsettled after that one. So I, yeah, I thought that was pretty bad overall. I thought I definitely thought it was a penalty, and like Ryan said, you don't want to call it a penalty. Whatever the penalties this year in the NFL have been all over the place, but yeah, I'm surprised the NFL didn't come back and be like at least something, be like yeah, to deter him from doing that again. Because right now, the way it looks to me, it's like okay, you're gonna you're gonna fine and give penalties to people for taunting, but then somebody could actually get really hurt from a bad dumb mistake, and you do nothing. You're just like, oh, it was just a mistake. It's like since when is the NFL forgiving like that? I, I just don't under, there's no logic that you could tell me that would at least be like, okay, we decided not to find him at the very least. We didn't get anything on the field and it ended up costing us a timeout and our quarterback taking an unnecessary hit. So that one to me, NFL totally missed the ball on that one. And it burns me a little bit. There you go. Good Sean? call out. Good call Did out. What do you think? I mean, you were there. Yeah. Did I mean, it's, I saw it from the nosebleeds. <laughs> you guys well, look at that had board right in front of you. That that jumbotron is freaking huge. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know it was it was upsetting that there wasn't a call there, and then yeah, ends up burning a timeout as well. Uh, not a lot of penalties in this game generally, but that one. Down. Mm-hmm. Another thing to keep an eye on: our, our timeout management in this game was really bad. Garbage. It was it was atrocious. Between that and then Belichick burning. That challenge. Three timeouts. Yeah, that was. That challenge wasn't even close. You know, I was worried that it was going to blow, you know, screw us in the end there with no timeouts yeah. left. It almost did. I mean, we good thing for Hunter Henry with, with uh, recovering that onside kick. I mean, the Chargers were were they had the momentum at that point. Mm-hmm. After that, that was a great touchdown catch they had at the end of the fourth quarter there. Yeah. Um, this week's games, uh, week nine, not that impressive. We got four teams on a bye week. The highlight was gonna be Green Bay at Kansas City. Now that's like losing losing steam in terms of that that matchup. Arizona at San Francisco. Don't know about Kyler Murray's health. And then Tennessee at at uh, the L.A. Rams. And Tennessee's got the the injuries as well. So it's kind of mm-hmm. def- deflating a bit when you lose some of the biggest playmakers in the league right ahead of some of these bigger matchups. But not that impressed with the slate of games this weekend. And Tampa Bay is. Yeah, it's better than last weekend. That's true. Some of those games turned out to be good. Yeah, they're always well. I'm like, sure a couple of these will end up. I'm, I would think Kyle Murray's going to play in the San Fran's game. Tennessee, I'm still excited to see against L.A. L.A. just got a shiny new piece in um, Von Miller on their defense, so we'll see how that works out for them. Yeah, I mean, who else, who's, who's Buffalo playing this week? You have that in front of you? Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully Jacksonville wins. Let's get a win, Jack. <laughs> yeah, not... Bloody likely. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to talk about Henry Ruggs at all? Uh, it's just sad, man. 
Pretty bad, man. Yeah. You see I don't know what he was going? thinking. So this kid, after, I think he was on a bye week after, did they even, no, they had a bye week. Um, he's going 157 miles an hour. Maybe sees a car in front of him and he slows down to 127 uh, and rear-ends a car and sets it on fire and, and the person in the RAV4 dies and he blows a .15 something. Jesus Christ, man. That's sad. You know, his career is over. He's facing two, two to 44 years in prison. Jeez. I don't even know where to start with that, but uh, not good for that team. And they've had some bad luck over the past uh, month or so. A lot of off-the-field stories coming out of Las Vegas, as everyone probably anticipated when they moved there. Yeah, right. Uh, Didn't expect the John Gruden one, but yeah, it's it's sad. Obviously, you feel for the person in their life, and yeah, I mean, he's like 22, 23. It's just like immediately cut. His career's over. There's no way. Having a very, I mean, a good season, I would say. Uh, Alabama kid, a lot of talent, first-round pick, and uh, I was enjoying watching him. He was he was jump catches. We were just talking about him, I think, two weeks ago, and it's disappointing. But you know, terrible, yeah. Some of these kids, they, they need to smarten up. Call an Uber for fuck's sake! Like that's, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get yeah, it. brutal, absolutely brutal. Wow. Yeah. Recent headline just came up: Browns coach Kevin Stefanski does not deny that he told players OBJ is off the. Wow. Way to wow. go, Odell! Just be terrible on the field and be a cancer off it, and then you'll see what happens. Well, clearly he wanted to get traded, so that's it. He's off the team. He's getting cut. Yeah. Your yeah, coach I mean, says you're off the team to the team he's and out. doesn't deny it. You're done. I wouldn't bring him in off of waivers but because uh, that, that would cost you a lot of money. If he clears waivers, why not take a flyer on him? I mean, I don't know what you'd have, I don't know what you'd have to pay him. Maybe the league minimum? Uh, is that a thing? Would you pay a kid like that a league minimum? I don't know. He I'm sure he's going to get some offers. He'll get some offers. We'll yeah, I don't. I don't think enough. so. That I don't know what message that sends. Hey, you're terrible on the field. You force your way out of out of town, and then yeah, let's bring you in. Just accept you right into the fold. I know. Unless, I mean, generally, I would bring him in, but like you're saying, I mean, it's it seems like too much of a distraction for a team that's building and getting figuring out the players that you brought in, and it's like okay, let's keep going in that direction, not bring in this guy who's going to be a fucking clown potentially. I mean, we are post trade deadline. There's some things happening on rosters. Uh, I know Deshaun Jackson got released. Would you guys take a flyer on him? I, I feel Not like a I'm... chance. No. no. No, I don't see how he fits. Can't, don't like it. Can't really throw the ball 65 yards downfield. Can't stay healthy as it is. It's like, I mean, unless we can get someone who is basically a possession receiver, nails, gets to the sticks every time, almost like a Julian Edelman. Allen Robinson would have been someone I would have entertained. Someone that can get to the sticks 10 yards, Always going to catch it. Always in a good position. Knows the offense, but yeah. I don't think we have that. Yeah. Nikhil Harry could be that guy, right? Not. <laughs> you know, I think oh. there's a lot of indecision as whether we are a buyer or a seller until until this latest win, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't leave you much time afterwards to, to make a move. I like it. But I like the team going forward. They got some momentum now. Beatable opponents on, on the near term on the schedule. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. November football. We're here. Yeah, yeah. Here we are. All right. Here's to the second half of the Patriots season. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next week. See ya. Adios.